this weekend um, is uh, a very special weekend for the Sam Jones family because uh, this weekend they're going to be having their new baby called Baptist, which is an exciting thing. So, uh, now Paul, by the way, has become very popular at the 11 o'clock service when uh, Sam and Abby are up here leading worship and they lead um, two, two or three times a month, I guess. And when that's happening, we need somebody to watch Cole. So we've got women out in the congregation who fight over who gets to hold Cole. And because uh, he's just a cute little guy. And uh, so it's a special weekend this weekend. And I want to say if somebody actually took a picture of Cole at the exact moment when he discovered that he was born into a happy place family. So let's take a look at that right here. Right there, yeah. I mean, just one of those things. But you know, I, what, what, what I'm really wasn't sure of was where did they get this name from? Where, you know, Paul Nathaniel James. Okay, so why is that? So I asked John that this week, and John was really sick. I, I don't know, I guess they took him last week at the Lone Album or something. So uh, I, I want to know, between him hopping up alone, this is what I got. And it is this that uh, Nathaniel, many names, Nathaniel. And we landed on the Samuel uh, from the passage in the Gospel of John where Philip goes to Nanavid and Nathaniel to say, Hey, come on and see uh, Jesus of Nazareth. And he responds by saying, Nazareth, and he even did come out of Nazareth. And Philip says, Well, come and see. And that happened to be the passage that was the theme passage for this ministry that, they, that both Abby and Sam used to be involved in called Scott. So Nathaniel was. Question is coal. Where does coal come from? Well, apparently, what what Sam is saying is that coal, that COLE, was um, one of the top three names that that they wanted to go with, and they weren't sure if they would go with it or not. And so they went down and found coal in the hospital, looked at him to decide whether or not he looked like a coal. You know, I don't know what the old coal looks like, but I guess we do now, because they did name him coal. In addition to that, Paul was born um, in a long Christmas time, and I understand that they really just wanted to see what it would be like to have Paul in their pocket. And then uh, at Christmas time. Yeah. So, what's in a name? My guess is that your name is probably pretty important to you. And some of us, when we're kids, you know, if your name rhymed with something, kind of get a little background of the game here. When your name rhymes with something, it's possible that some kids did that. They kind of made fun of your name or something like that. Now, for me, um, the best that these kids could do when I was in elementary school, and they really come up with a name like Benzer to rhyme with them. They really called me Benzer Clumsy. And then <clears throat> I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? Clean? I mean, come on, what's the best you want? But, you know, if, if somebody thinks your name is disrespect, it's difficult to have a good relationship with that person, doesn't it? Especially, you know, if that person doesn't recognize that there is actually a real life living being behind that name. And maybe that's what God was getting at when he was saying these words in the Ten Commandments. He said, not take the name of the Lord who died in vain. Because it's difficult to have a quality relationship with God or between God and people. And they take his name in vain and treat him as though there was no being behind his name. 
the back of the garden of Eden, Adam was given this job. God would tell each animal before Adam, and Adam would come up with an animal. So Adam, what do you call this one? Aardvark. Aardvark? What, what do you What aardvark? You know, because it looks like an aardvark. How do you know what an aardvark looks like? It's worse than you see. You know, I don't know where he came up with these names, but, but here's the thing is that, is that they didn't really consider, they weren't considered to be really existing until they were given a name. And, 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 uh, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of, I don't know, maybe a philosophical question. Does something really exist if you don't communicate it? You can't talk about it. You can't research it. But with Adam, it was literally considered not to exist until it was known. That's why when God told Moses to go to Egypt and tell Pharaoh to let his people go, Moses came to God and said, Okay, so What's your name? Because he didn't know his name. Now, God knew Moses' name. He knew Moses' name. He knew Moses existed. But up until that time, Moses didn't know God existed. And the people that, that Moses was being sent to, they didn't know God's name either. They didn't know that God existed either. So, this is a, a kind of introduction. And I want to introduce to someone one of those first things that you share with your name. And with that name, there are all kinds of important things. So, in, in, um, in, it means to that. So, in response to Moses' question, tell me your name. God said the same thing. He said, I am. I am who I am. It sounds a little bit like Dr. Seuss or something, but. What he's really referring to here is that he is an unbelievable. He is God. He is God. There is no other. Why do you ask my name? I'm the only one who says it. And then he referred to God. So the name of God was then considered to be so holy by his people that they felt as though they couldn't possibly utter it through unclean lips. So they had to come up with a variety of names to be able to refer to the one God. And they came up with names like, for example, Yahweh, which the best we can try to figure out in terms of what that name means is very similar to um, what God said to Moses, which is being. I exist. But I mean, the first thing to understand about God as we have these introductions, is that God is a being who exists. There is one behind the man. But they also called him other kinds of men to try to make sure that they were able to refer to him and that they, as he existed, and that they, they would refer to the word being without violating that man in some way by uttering it to him who exists. So they come up with other names like El Shaddai. It's El Shaddai is a name that means God Almighty, God Most High. But most often, as you read the Bible, where it says in English, the Lord, the, the meaning behind that in the Bible is El Shaddai. Such names communicate something about God. The name Yahweh communicates that He is the one and only God. The name El Shaddai communicates that He's the one who's in charge. 
teaching and he's the Lord. So what do you mean? What does God mean? Or the name of the animals, the people that we find in the Bible, name means something. It means something about that person. In the name of existence, the personality of the one who is named. So, for example, you've got Jacob in the Old Testament. Jacob means deceiver or trickster, and he would go on to live into his name by tricking his brother out of his birthright and tricking his father into giving him his brother's blessing instead. And, and uh, he just lives into that name. And then there's a reputation can be wrapped up into a name. So that Proverbs 22, for example, says, A good name is to be more desired than great wealth because your reputation matters in relationships. If a person can't trust you because your reputation is untrustworthy, it's difficult to have a relationship. But on the other side of the coin, a good reputation can open doors for you. It can open up opportunities and opportunities for people better relationships. Oftentimes, you can see qualities like these kinds of things wrapped up in community. And uh, we can even see some of that in folks names here in America. We can look around and, and see various kinds of names and what they call them. And here there's an answer, what in the world? Where did that come from? Did that just fall behind us? Like, for example, um, places like this town that is called Accident, Maryland. And the people who live there are called Accidentals. How would you like that? Well, I wonder. I wonder if, if the cost more to buy hazard insurance in a place like Accident, Maryland. I don't know. I would think that it would, but I, I don't know. Or Chicken, Alaska. Another town. Okay, I'm going to put this thing up. There's got to be a story behind that. What? Chicken? Who calls the town Chicken? Well, apparently, this is the story behind it. Back in the dead morning days in Alaska, Miles wanted to name the, the town after uh, uh, the cherry uh, Chicken, the town of Jim Bird, but they didn't know how to spell it. They didn't know how to spell that word. So what they did was they said, well, you don't want to be embarrassed here by spelling this thing wrong. And they wanted to make it a name that's inspired. Let's just call it Chicken. So they did. And speaking of embarrassed, there's embarrassed Minnesota, which I was always fascinated by growing up in Minnesota. Why in the world somebody would want to find an embarrassed? You know, why would you do that? You don't think it is there. But uh, I don't know what the reason why they named it that. But I wonder if maybe it's because it is the cold part of the nation where the average temperature in the average annual temperature in this town is 34.5 degrees. Can you imagine that? You know, so maybe they're embarrassed by the people. I, I have no idea you know, why that is. But there's you know, a variety of names out there with meanings behind them and stories behind them, including and especially in the Bible. Where you take, for example, a man by the name of Elon in the Old Testament. Elon. Now, what does that mean, man? Well, Elon was a priest in, in, the, in the temple of God. Before there was a physical temple, there was the tabernacle. So that's where he was a priest. And uh, he was leading the people, and Eli's name really is something that fits his position. Because Enoch is what you commonly find in biblical names. Now, Enoch, you will find the name of his God. So that there you've got this word that is a generic name in that part of the world, like a period of history, I guess. Uh, it's a generic name for God, which is El, E-L. 
God chose the past good man out of the world. Which is a real one. He did this. It was a very nice family. And he passed that name on to him. Now, Samuel, what does that name mean? Again, it has that name of, that the generic name for God, E-L, in his name. And his name specifically means God heard. And what it refers to is how his mother, who could not bear a child, prayed, and in response to the prayer, God heard. So she dedicated family to the Lord and to his service and the end of his service as a prophet and as the really the last great judge of Israel. If you go back to the book of Judges to see what judges did and what they were about. It was really the rulers of the people, the leaders of the people before they were the king. And yet, like you know before, his family's sons also took their father's name in vain. They were appointed to be judges, like the father's family, which means that people would come to them with the streets and they would need to lead the people and things like that. And just, you know, then as now it's important to have honest judges. And said to Samuel 8 says this, but his sons did not walk in his way. They turned aside after the dishonest women and accepted bribes and perverted justice. Their names, these names are different. It's not talking in general, but rather Joel and Abijah. Now, Joel means. In fact, two names for God combined into one. Yahweh is God, is the real name. Abijah means, my father is Yahweh. Now, with these kind of names, I think it's pretty safe to gather from these that Samuel had some really good intentions for these sons of his when they were born and he named them. But they didn't live into the name. And they didn't live into the name of their father. Instead, they lived for only themselves, and by so doing, they took the names that were God given to them in vain. In the book of Revelation, as we fast forward the end of the Bible, we, we, we can see there that Jesus speaks to the church in the city of Pergamon. And about the importance of the name. Let's take God's his name out as the name. Then he said in Revelation 2, I know where you live. This Satan has his throne, says that it's God's word. Yet, he would name two commandments. If we were going to read that, we would see there is that they would stand for God and his name and bring him honor and, and respect even in the face of the threat of imprisonment and the threat of death. They would do that. And yet, they, like us, weren't always faithful. Instead, there were times when they and we fell short. To them and to us, when Jesus comes down to these final words in the passage to the church, and he gives them to them and to us, these are his words. Revelation 2 17. He says, I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it, known only to him who receives it. So, what's the new name? What do you mean? Well, we do know this is personal. And it appears to be something that is connected with your relationship with him. It binds you to him. It appears to be a name that reflects his character and, and, and recognizes you as his person, linked to God and his being, his personhood. I mean, you understand, too, that it might be something like this. Forgive me. The name forgive me. 
how do you live in the darkness? Can you give them that one? How do you live in the darkness? Or meanwhile, love. How do you live in the darkness? How do you live in the darkness? These are the names of your friends. How do you live under the name of God's gift to you? The name of gives to you goes for both personally and a great cost to himself. Do not take that name back. Let it be your guide to your person, your character, how you live out the life in the world. But that is your character in God's name. And then you will. You will be honoring God. And not take any name back. Because you will suffer life to the name that bears the name of Jesus. Let's go. Peace be with you.